into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello! Hey, everybody. We have our final night of Masters of Sex. So I can't sad. even believe that. I'm your host, Jenny Couture, and tonight I have with me special Spicy Mari. Hey, guys. I'm Spicy Mari. I'm going to keep it hot and sizzling here. And next to me is the fabulous. Hello, everybody. Roy Tahiri in the his house. Hello! Okay, so we have Season 2, Episode 12. Masters of Sex, the revolution will not be televised. And Spicy, you were telling, just giving me some education about that title. Let the people know oh. what you just told me. <laughs> that was the historical background behind it. So this, the episode title is The Revolution Will Not Be Televised. And The Revolution Will Be Televised was a popular slogan that was going on or popular saying that was going on back in the 1960s when they were trying to um, end segregation. And so it was part of the, the power movement and the struggle. And so Virginia and Bill, there's a parallel because what they are doing is revolutionary. And this episode it did not get televised. So they're compa- they're making the comparison between Bill and Virginia's work in comparison to the revolution that went on in the 1960s. Interesting tie-in. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. I was like, I, we have to get that on air. We were talking, like, <laughs> holy, my that mind's goes. blown. <laughs> that goes. That goes. Yeah. So um, we open up with uh, Virginia and Masters um, discussing um, the results of when he can orgasm. Okay. And so they um, start off with se- they start off with um, non-sexual touching, which was really cool. And then they go to um, no expectations, right? Because they're like, okay, non-sexual, no expectations. And then they go um, into sexual touching, right? That starts working. They start incorporating their genitals, which was cool. And then it's in like middle schoolers making out, you know. <laughs> I know, but when you have first like impotence, yeah. exactly. When you have impotence issues, that's the first thing you want to do is take off the expectations and just go. All right, you know, calm them down, keep everybody out of their head, literally. And um, so their results were seven nights of um, non-sexual touching, and then that was successful. Um, multiple erections, but they didn't do intercourse. Then they did seven nights sexual touching again, multiple orga- or not. Um, or just erections during that time, I think is what he said. And then seven nights, successful sex. So they are considering him healed at this point, which was cool. cool. Healed or still a work in progress? Because I still got the hint that they still have more and they're trying to figure out why. Well, I think that he was nervous about saying that he was healed, but I think he kind of was like, it's working, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see him finally working after this whole season of not 
seen him. Well, I just love that they actually took notes, and this was an actual research versus right. the entire <laughs> season when they've been like, oh, we're doing it they for research. Yeah. Where's the notes, you know? But yeah. I think that it actually gave them a purpose to try to discover the cure for erectile dysfunction, which is funny to see them going through this process, and mm-hmm. now we have a pill that you can just pop. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, now there's a there's a cure. You can take Cialis or Viagra for mm-hmm. erectile dysfunction. So to see them going through this back then, and we're like, we're so lucky now. You can just take a medication for it. Yeah, but I don't know if Viagra would be able to help. I don't know. Like, if uh, Viagra helps in all cases, if they're psychologically zapped out of it, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, but I don't know if there's some cases of where Viagra still doesn't work if they're psychologically not there and they're just too in their head and they just freak themselves out. Well, that's why Viagra does work. That's why the, the prescription does work is because it is able to help bring blood flow to the penis to get you erect. Regardless of, all you need to do is just feel sexual and be able to be in that moment and then it helps with the erection. I guess. I mean, I know that's what it does, but I'm just I don't know. I don't know. Part of me thinks that you know, if they're just psychologically not there I don't know. But you're right. It probably does work for everybody. But I don't know. Um, I, I was afraid, I was gonna actually chime in and be like, personal experience is one guy, uh, he took it when he was drunk and it really helped him out, so, you know, whiskey dick a little bit, you know. Oh, whiskey. <laughs> and that is a problem that happens because, um, alcohol is a antidepressant, so yeah. it, the, the pill does help with that. But what I was wondering was that if it's this more serious issue that they're not letting us know about what's going on with Bill, yes, it's psychological, but it could, it could be anything from hypertension, you know, well, there's high like, uh, Blood well, there's pressure. like mm-hmm. the primary and secondary of ED, right? So when they're not able to get an erection at all, and then when they're able to get erections on their own. So I don't know. Like uh, the ones where they're able to get one on their own, it's more usually psychological, you know, that they can't, they the performance anxiety. So I don't know if that's like mind over matter, you know. I mean, physiologically, your body is responding to the medication. So I just, I don't know. Well, every time we see Masters having an issue, it's usually because he's been drinking or obviously there's stress involved. But we hadn't, from this point, we hadn't seen him drink at all but until the very end. makes you less able to get erect, though. Mm-hmm. Although it makes you more horny. It makes you, it's a it's a downer, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, so that it could be part of the problem right there. He's drinking too much. Yeah. Well, but I, Masters doesn't but have But he a didn't problem. have any <laughs> impotence issues, the guy that was drinking, didn't he? Like, outside of drinking, did he? Um, he had a low sperm count. This is kind of weird, but he was also on drugs too. So he was having he was having issues. He was um, going through things, yeah. personal <laughs> things. Yeah. So. No, I mean I haven't seen Viagra not work, but I'm just wondering for you know I don't know I don't see too many people for ED because you would go to see a urologist for that, not you know. He had other issues he was yeah. working on. And we digress. Back <laughs> yes, okay, so anyway, it's just <laughs> very curious about I don't about know this. him anymore, so. Yeah, so anyways, and then we see Masters, you know, like hallucinate and have like this huge victorious, you know, celebration in his head. He hallucinates himself getting on a car. Oh, it was with, a dream. It was a dream. Yeah. He, oh, was he was having a dream. Dreaming. Yeah. And Virginia was the one that was his, uh, Ke- uh Kennedy's wife, Jackie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was his and Jackie. And then he sees Le- Libby at the end. I felt like he woke up a little guilty. In a red dress. Yeah, and I was trying to understand what that meant, her in the red dress. Was she, like, was scarlet? I wasn't sure what yeah. that was supposed to symbolize. Is he maybe seeing that she's cheating on him in a way, and that's kind of his little red flag? No, no, I don't he think he sees it. I think that he sees her in red as, like, he's doing something wrong to her. I don't know. Or she knows? Yeah. Maybe he thinks she knows that he knows? I don't know. 
I don't know. The either. mind's a but crazy thing. There was a lot thing. going on this episode with Bill and Virginia's relationship mm-hmm. from them trying to discover and help themselves with uh, this suffering of erectile dysfunction in addition to the project that they're working on with CBS. Yes. Yeah. And um, then we see Libby flashing back to her and Robert in there. And she is... Um, uh, she is... Um, what is she? She is flashing back to her and Robert, and she's also daydreaming. Yeah, yeah. also daydreaming about like be fantasizing about the sexual positions that they were in. Mm-hmm. Leaves the water on. Is like Masters is like confused. He's like, I think he might be picking something up, but maybe he doesn't care. No, I think he just doesn't know why his wife is all of a sudden distracted. But yes. I don't think that he thinks that Libby's stepping out. She's on got him a at new all. vibe about her. You know, right. she's shining. But right. this is six weeks later, though. That's the thing. We don't find out in this episode that it's been six weeks because mm-hmm. the kids have already gone to Europe. Yeah. And we find out from Virginia that. Mm-hmm. So it's been six weeks since she's had Libby's had sex with Robert. from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of time has passed. And I love how Libby's daydreaming about him in the kitchen where they did it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, we see her go to core, right? And see their relationship. And she's kind of looking at him like with like bright eyes, like, hi, hello. <laughs> You know, and he's just like, okay, we need mails, you know, mailing stamped and addressed. Being and she's professional. Like, yeah, and she's like, okay, I can do that. And she's, you know. Good for Libby, not being acting weird about hooking up with your boss and going with the flow. <laughs> she's going for the guy in power, man. But it's cool to see their interaction, though, because he's remaining cool, you know, and you can tell that Libby was hoping that she would feel special while maybe at the, you know, workplace. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't give in at all that there's an affair going on. But she's hoping for that familiarity that is there going to be that un- uncomfortable awkward moment and it doesn't happen no but then she visits him at 2 a.m yeah that, that should have been right there booty call did they not have booty calls at 2 a.m <laughs> she didn't get attention at work she wanted to make sure that he still wanted her and that the 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 sex and the desire was still there because now, she did came. they just not talk for six weeks you know i you know master of sex is like Atlanta. yeah oh that's right that's right Okay. So, of course, when he comes back, she still wants to make sure that the passion's still there. That's why she comes unannounced in her panty. Yeah, it's a nightgown. <laughs> Literally. pushing the envelope for Libby. We've never, you know, seen her that exposed. Mm-hmm. And obviously, she drove there. She had the coat on over her outfit. Mm-hmm. So, she mm-hmm. planned on seducing him that night. Yeah, yeah, and she left her kids behind for him, too, which is a very big <laughs> move for big Libby. theme for everybody in this. <laughs> yeah, leaving the kids. The kids should have been a part of our little relationship category, you know? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> or lack of relationship. Right. And so, and then in the end, we see, um, just to focus on the relationships, Libby and Robert are in bed. So it looks like they're continuing, you know, Robert mm-hmm. saying, you know, I just want to apologize for that. I don't want to, you know, kind of keep this going. This is like a betrayal. But then she was like, you know, why can't you just admit that you want me? Mm-hmm. Maybe you did because that, you know, so I feel bad that she's like having to like crawl him into bed. Well, any woman that sleeps with a man doesn't want to feel like it was a mistake afterwards. They don't want yeah. to make them feel mm-hmm. guilty or yeah. that it was trashy or yeah. that it was wasn't what they thought that it was in their mind. They mm-hmm. want to be feel you know special. Yeah. And so I think that Libby went over there not just for assurance because she didn't get attention at work, but to make sure that she could get it once again that it wasn't just a fluke mm-hmm. or yeah. a but, random love affair. You yeah, know, that and that it was a it mutual wasn't a one night stand. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, this was like a huge you know thing. She admits for the first time out loud to somebody that she's known the entire time that Masters in Virginia have been having an affair, which was like. I was like, okay. And we always like she, wondered, did she Yeah, know? I mean, we were like, she has to know, but she's so nice to Virginia for knowing that she's sleeping with her husband. And Now, can can I play devil's advocate right now? Sure. Do you think she knows it's Virginia that he's having an affair with? Oh, and 200%. that's what I was wondering. 
Because, Does she know? Because the oh, way that yeah. she acts around Virginia is as if Virginia is a friend. Yeah, no, I think it, she knows it's Virginia. Because mm-hmm. Virginia has a way with him. Nobody else would have, a, like, nobody could ever get that close to Masters. Like, he's such an oddball. And last episode, she did see Masters and Virginia interaction when they were talking about on-camera husband mm-hmm. and wife. And that's what kind of pushed her over the edge to go sleep with Robert. Mm-hmm. So I think that she, at that moment, it was kind of like a dang. I'm going to satisfy myself because my husband has been satisfying himself for these past four years. Get it, honey. Especially <laughs> in that time when divorce isn't common. Like, she mm-hmm. and Robert haven't broached it yet. I'm sure they'll broach it in season three since it's renewed. But, you know. I don't know if they'll even get a divorce because uh, she even mentions the fear of losing her children. Yeah. And that's yeah. a huge fear with Virginia as well. But yeah. Who knows? I don't think she should be afraid of losing the children because I don't think Masters would want the kids. No. I'm and, sure he might want it just for the power. But. Right. And then we see um, Virginia and George. I mean, I just think it's so weird that he's coming out of the blue. Like, wanting, I mean, he's been for the past six months wanting the kids and stuff like that. But, you know, she just, you know, he, you know, they meet at a, a conference at school. And he's, you know, just kind of broaching more time. And Virginia thinks it's a good idea to, like, freak him out and get a lawyer. That's just, she didn't even really move. hire the lawyer. She was just kind of getting help from that lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I, I it totally backfired on her. I really like George. I think he's finally. Really? I believe he's changed, and he makes such a valid point to Virginia when he goes, "You worry more about your work than your children." It's all about the work. It's so true. Masters has Virginia hypnotized, like brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Like it's about the work. What we're doing is important. You mean something. Like everybody wants to mean something in this big, huge world where there's you know six billion people. So we want to mean something, you know, and. That's their both of their ammo is like to mean something to make a a mark in history. And I don't think that it's just Masters has Virginia hypnotized though. I think that's the entire reason why she went into the profession mm-hmm. is because she wanted to feel as if she had a purpose that was bigger than just being a mom and a wife. And yeah. when that and that's true, that's first good. attempt to be a mom and a wife didn't work out and it ended in divorce. I think that she felt like her career and her success was the only thing that she could do and give to herself. Yeah. And so George questioning her parenting, which should be questioned, should but totally a lot of parents are in single parent, you know, raising single parents, um, or in single parent homes and aren't able to be there every single night with their children. And the kids do lack, but at the same time, he's only been interested in his children for six months. Yeah, like he's not, you know. Just now married, and it's the push from the other wife. Yeah. And then, um, so then George gets his own attorney, and he's, um, won't sign Virginia's, and her whole thing totally backfired and so they end up meeting together to discuss this in person and he's like forget it no and he's gonna he's like threatening to take all of her I mean he's so right he has her pinned so hard oh yeah because if he, he took it yeah, yeah. If he, he could prove she's unfit in two seconds a judge would never understand and he has work. a two parent home now yeah. right and the kids would even probably say something against Virginia being like yeah she's never home and yeah. it was revealed to us that he has evidence of her going to the hotel on the late night with Dr. Masters, yeah. which further means she is doing more than just work, that it's been personal now. Yeah, and then Virginia actually has a conversation with her kids, and she's, like, you know, trying to fill them out, and she's like, you know, what would you think if we, you know, reversed it? It wouldn't be the same. It would just be reverse, yeah. <laughs> which is completely different. And they were just like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And it just, like, broke her heart. It was sad to see her like that, but it's like, she, I mean, if I'm Virginia and I'm so focused on this study, I'm, you know, 
why is she fighting it so hard? She's not being a great mom. We never see her kids in the in the show. Exactly. I don't pity Virginia in this whatsoever because she put herself in the Get situation. It, no, she did. Yeah. Oh, because there, because she does have a choice. At the end of the day, she does not need to be. After work, carrying mm-hmm. on with Dr. Masters, if it really is just about the work, she's doing far more than 100% clinical studies. Mm-hmm. So she's not making time for her children. And all, I, I feel for her because she is a single parent, and she has been doing it on her own because he just now stepped up to the plate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, her children are about to be raised by a woman who's only been in their lives for six months. But a woman right. that wants them. That's the difference. I know. This, These, woman, this loves woman loves the children. Like, loves them, yeah. She, she, she may, because George says that she loves the kids. Yeah. But at the same time, we don't know. If she's just trying to fulfill a void that she has as well. She yeah. wants that perfect little cutout family what with the, the kids. What did the lawyer Spleep say she was francium, a chemistry, like unstable matter? <laughs> like for what Virginia wives or for are. Audrey, like uh, new wives. New wives. Um, and then we see, the, I mean, then at the end, we see her kids packing up, man. It was so sad. But where's Virginia in that whole situation where they're packing up? She's nowhere there. She's at work. It's George helping them pack. Yeah. Another point. Pen drop. <laughs> All right. Pen drop. I like it. And then, well, she has a really interesting conversation with Libby, too, because... I think Libby helped persuade that. Yeah. yeah. But Libby's not in her right mind now, either. See, and Libby was telling her, you know... You know, if I think it's interesting that Libby knows that they're having this affair, but she was like trying to encourage her not to quit. It was weird. It was like she knows I, that, like, well, Libby was saying, live in reality, stop living the life that you thought that you were going to have and live the life that you actually do. Accept your reality, accept your fate, and take accountability for it. Mm-hmm. I think Libby's starting to step up and actually live in the real world because she now knows that she too doesn't want to just be a mom. And so I think that her relationship with Richard is... Um, wait, is it Robert? Robert? Robert. Robert. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm like, did you make it really formal? New character. <laughs> I knew it was our name, Robert. That her relationship with Robert is now becoming... Um, the first taste of not just being seen and being important, because he's also bringing career to her as well, but I think it's just making her be more practical. And so she's giving... She, but she's not at the same time in her right mind, and she's not giving, I think, Virginia solid advice. Mm. Because if it because if it was solid, she'd be telling her to fight for her kids, but instead she's saying, fight for your work. And it's interesting, because Libby was thinking, you know, Bill could do the same thing to me. And I think she was thinking about her affair, because she mm-hmm. was like, now I'm at subject to lose my but kids. But she doesn't care. But here's the thing. Think, think about it. I don't if, think she thinks he would legitimately take the kids. If Virginia and Masters kept their work going, Libby could still have an affair with Robert. Just say. Yeah. That that could be part of the meaning behind her being like, you should keep with it. Keep with it. Keep with it. <laughs> Please. Oh, that's right. Because if keep she's not distracted. working anymore, now so she can get her the little. Yeah, exactly. So it could have it been a selfish reason why she told her to give up the kids and yeah. to do her work. And if she also knows that they're having an affair, then that gives her justification for hers. The moment the affair stops, now she can feel guilty. Yeah. It could also be a reality check for Virginia to realize times are changing. So stick with the work because it is groundbreaking. I'm probably just really reading into that, but it's groundbreaking. And times people will accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like Santa Claus right there, giving her hope. <laughs> so, so speaking of um, their affair, which has gotten so much more intimate with their mouth kissing, I mean, they're like totally. I can't believe they haven't said "I love you." I really thought they were going to put that out there at the end. Um, so, Masters and Virginia watch their interview for CBS. Masters is not happy with it; doesn't want it to air. And they, you know, like a lot of words were, you, you know 
taken out and then they looped in other uh, language that wasn't theirs. And Masters has this idea that if it's not perfect, it doesn't go. And so Virginia's like, you know what? It goes, and it goes, you know, it's important that we go first no matter what. And I agree with her. I would have put my content out there the way it is before the other one because now they have a competitor. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I would disagree with that just because... Because yeah. of the reaction to Master's Project and when he showed it at the campus before, mm-hmm. he got in trouble for it. I'd rather someone else take the jump, and yeah, it's a risk to see if they fly or they sink, but right. they could sink, and then you can learn from their mistakes. But True, I see that point, first too. First is always the most memorable, yeah. and so that's why it was this you know relay race to see who can get there you know at mm. first. So I think that... That the, the the entire reason that they were going to put this out there was for the additional publicity and notoriety, and so then they can be taken more seriously. And Virginia brought up great points of why it should be out there because yeah. once we have the attention and we have the ears, yeah. now we can put whatever we want, you know, out there. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why was um. Hugh Hefner calling? <laughs> did I have we ever no call? idea. <laughs> I have that in my notes, but I'm like, Hugh Hefner called, and I'm like, well, there's no reason to touch on that, because we got nowhere with that. Yeah. He got word that they were doing sexual research, I'm assuming. <laughs> I guess. He's probably like, do you guys need any more participants? <laughs> um, and then, so Master's able to get a copy of the book and reads it from front to cover. He makes right? a very uh, sketchy phone call. He We're makes like, a sketch you, phone call. Can you do it? He can gets you? it. Yeah. Okay. And he reads it, and... Um, says that I can't believe he ended up getting a copy of it, but you're right. It I thought that he got like a legit copy, but it definitely wasn't legit. Mm, no, it wasn't um, proofread yet. Or and um, he, I think that's what makes him rethink the idea of the CBS thing too. He goes in to talk to Virginia about killing the deal, and she tells him that she's just given up her kids. That it's. Again, already a done deal, and that she's going to use the CBS thing and the credit that they'll get from CBS to and their sterling reputation to get her kids back, and that it's only temporary. And it's almost like Virginia was out of office, and she was like, "It's just temporary." It's like she was in denial mm-hmm. a little bit. And Masters actually stepped in and said, "No, don't do that. Get your kids back now. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this." Knowing full and well. That he actually killed the deal, which was insane. And that's I did why not we see, see that, that coming. In his heart, we I, thought it was that he was really concerned for the well-being of her kids, and that I did too. I was like, was, for the first time, he cares yeah. about her kids. No, I was so surprised that he killed the deal. I didn't see that coming. Did you guys see it coming? I, well, I saw him coming in to tell her, as you mentioned, to kind of like we're gonna get rid of, like, don't worry, something's gonna. I have a plan. That's what I saw him coming in for. Yeah. And then when she said that I have the, I'm putting my kids on the line for this made it a bigger... I, don't, I just Again, I was more pissed with Virginia during that whole scene. Because yeah. she used her kids as a pawn, again, versus doing it because she loves them. Right. It was more for her gain. I'd be like, alright, well, I'll give them to George, and then I'll use them again for right. my own gain with this project that's going to take off. I well, know. It just shows, once again, her putting... What her priority is. Her priority is and will always be the work. Right. And so, this was just a prime example of, once again, her showing a lack of care mm-hmm. about the, her children's well-being. But, like you said, Roy, at the end of the day, they may be better suited in, you know, in George's household. Mm-hmm. But it just shows, like, gosh, Virginia, you really just don't care. <laughs> I know. Well, in this setting. How interesting was it to see Dr. Coffin go and air his episode and then see that Ethan was oh. working with him. Like, we oh like, my gosh. Oh. I was like, burn. <laughs> I thought Hugh Hefner was going to pop up. And oh I was like, see, you should have answered that phone call. That's what I thought. I thought that, made, that was a great little twist. I thought it that was an that awesome made it even twist. more heartbreaking. Yeah. It means it Ethan did. maybe season three? Yeah. Ethan? 
because yeah. he not only knows their research as well because he worked with them, he also knew about the affair. Like Ethan had so much more reason to be associated with Kaufman because mm-hmm. he originally worshipped Dr. Masters before he found out all the stuff going on. Mm-hmm. He wanted to follow Dr. Masters' footsteps. And Dr. Masters crapped all over Ethan. So what he did was went to Dr. Masters' arch nemesis mm-hmm. and teamed up with him and then came out first. Now we come to find out that he pushed, you know, Dr. Masters helped push that. Yeah, but I can't even believe it. the ultimate betrayal, because once again, he left Virginia in the dark. Yeah. I he, love how I, we all kind of forgot about Ethan, even though they were like at UCLA. I never forgot about Ethan. Yeah. I <laughs> never <laughs> forgot about Ethan. But I never even put two and two together that Ethan's in L.A. This isn't UCLA. Maybe he's tied into this. Totally no, forgot about no, that. No, totally thought he was gone. And then we see Masters really come and comfort her about... Um, losing her kids you know I just used to see their bond is growing so much more but when he comforts her he's like let's get back to work Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's get back to work it's like that's their go to that's their safe zone is going their work it's crazy see I took that as a way of like let's be better than them let's kick some butt let's do this let's find results and show them that they don't have anything that's what I took out of that hopefully it was a pep talk but it was probably more of a bone talk I I took it as a disconnect I think that Mm. Once again, just like his own children, he doesn't really care about Virginia's. And Dr. Masters only wants what will progress the study. Exactly. And when he talked to um, Barton um, in the bar at the end, Barton straight told him. Like, that was the best speech they've had this season. Mm -hmm. He was like, you can't just keep running this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a one-man show. You know, you never mean to hurt people, but you do. You create because hell for you everybody you blackmailed me. Yeah. You told me you're doing your study, and you didn't just tell me. Like, you didn't ask. You blackmailed me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to scold you, but geez, like, take a step back. Because this study is, like, a crazed him. Like, it really, I mean, he's really going yeah. off the deep end here. Barton said everything that all the viewers are saying in right. their head <laughs> about they, Masters. They, yeah. Dr. Masters is the most selfish person in the entire world. Because when it's revealed to us that he does this behind Virginia's back, it's not even the fact that he killed it. We can understand why you would kill it because it wasn't, it didn't represent Dr. Master's study in the work. So we can be in support of that. But to kill it without letting your partner know is another example of the way that Dr. Masters runs his household mm-hmm. and his profession and his friendships, which he doesn't really have. Yeah. So what did you guys think of the part when Barton said to, for Masters to tell Virginia? Oh, I was, was like, he, there's no plan. way he can tell Virginia she would kill him. Like, really? It would end their relationship 200%. Oh, I do not think she would be forgiving at all. I think she would because she's, she's all about the work. So if she no, knows. No, no, because really? she didn't agree with the CBS thing. Like, she was so vocal about it. He didn't. I mean, he he was like, oh, you don't want to do the, you want to do the CBS thing. I don't. He went behind her back to do it. Yeah. And cut it. And she was baking on that because she was thinking, this is an open forum. I talked to you. We talked to you. We made this decision together. Right? Because that's what I think is public. He, total betrayal. Well, that's, and, th- and what makes it even worse is the reason why Virginia would find it unforgivable. Because what you said, Jenna, was that he, he not only did he do it behind her back and she lost her kids over it. She gave up her kids over it. I don't even think she would be upset because she lost the kids over it. It would be because he didn't once again show her the respect that she deserves as his yeah, partner. Yeah, she's like, she's thinking she's an equal. So she, and she, right. can, you know, so she, she would can, be like, oh gosh, I gave up my kids over it. But at the same time, she would be like, dang, you didn't even 
consult me before you made this decision for our careers. But Masters could throw that right back at her with the kids thing. You should have consulted with me before you threw your kids out there and made your kids But that's her personal focus. life. No, that's her personal they, life. No. But she's using her work for her personal life. For her gain and her personal no, life. She no, she didn't know. her kids and the, the, the job with CBS as an excuse to feel guilt-free for giving them up. So it wasn't really that she was using CBS. She used that as an excuse of why I can give my kids up and not feel guilty about it. Oh, because I'll get them back. So that doesn't make me a horrible mother. That was her way of reasoning with herself. It wasn't, she doesn't really care about getting the kids back. Virginia doesn't like to lose. Yeah. And so, and then we see them kind of try to take on like a real, like, so what they want is they want, their their whole goal now is to find a protocol and a successful procedure for ED, right? Impotence. Like, that. that's what they want. And so they're really trying to, like, hone in on Lester because they know he's got the issue. And they want to make him their little guinea pig. And Masters um, asked to speak with Lester, and he had asked if he, you know, he was trying to broach the subject again. And Lester was like, you know, I'm in a relationship now, so I don't, I can't be in your study. And he was like, well are you having successful sex? And he was like, um, no, that's not a part of our thing. And Masters, so curious that he said this, was like a relationship with no sex. He's like, it's like basic as breathing. Sex is basic as breathing. He goes, your body will rebel against you if you stop. And so he puts that into Lester's head. And because Lester's kind of submitted to the fact that him and Barb just aren't going to go there. You know, they're going on all these cute little dates. They're, you know, going to watch movies. Um, and he, you know, discusses how frustrated he is with their situation. Um, but then they, like, have a sleepover and they're matching jammies, which is <laughs> like his jammies. I guess he has multiple of the same pajamas. Sets yeah. of the same jammies. <laughs> we thought it was cute that they were matching, and I'm surprised it wasn't a big onesie. No, I'm kidding. I love onesies, so. and um, You would like onesies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they are kind of resigned to it, but then they go on, like, a second, another date where they see, like, all this passion and, and well, romance. Yeah, the, the first movie was Pillow Talk, and it was very fake kind of film, and the second one's more of an artsy, more Lester-like. Right. Yeah, and so he really liked that, and so they are sitting down at the end, we see Masters in Virginia speak to Lester and Barbara about it. Well, Lester lays a big old smooch on Barb. Right. Oh, yeah, right up against the car. Like, look, we can still get this passion. We don't mm-hmm. have to give up. That was his way of trying to convince her to come back and be a part of whatever Dr. Masters in Virginia's study is going to yeah. be. Yeah. Which means Masters really got into Lester's head about, like, you're well, right. Well, of I course, can't. Dr. Masters is a little the manipulator. King of manipulation. Yeah. 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 I'm not Team Masters right now. I'm disappointed. Oh, no, he really? Me off this episode. Yeah. Oh. I, I've always. And I always defend him, him but too. not now. I'm on Team Masters, not Team Virginia whatsoever. I'm not on Team Virginia. I'm not on either of their teams. I want their whole study to burn up in flames. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just, I'm on Team Austin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Austin. Austin. Speaking of Austin, Austin was pretty much called a dumb blonde this episode. Mm -hmm. So funny. Can I just say, I am not a fan of this storyline. I I feel like it is like sexual harassment. I feel like it's like one hair away from rape. Like, I just don't like that he's like forced to have sex with this lady that he does not want to have sex with. He looks so uncomfortable and all But he's having sex with her. Right. To keep his job at Calometra because he feels like... He doesn't need that job. He's a doctor. That's vanity. It's vanity that's operating everything that Austin does. Every single thing that Austin... Every choice that Austin makes is because of vanity. I felt less bad for him this episode because once he found out she was a bigger deal, 
deal, he tried to throw the relationship at right. her. And he was like, well, you know what? You're just like taking me, running me around, you know, inseminating you and all this stuff. And she was just like, you know, you can't meet my family, you know. And he's like, what am I not smart enough? And she totally, yeah, you know, calls That's why him I on love it. flows because she's such a strong woman. She's right. like, I don't need you to be there. I just need you for sexualness. Right. That's yeah. he, he is her little boy toy right now. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Good for but her. I, like that I guess the roles yeah. reverse because he's been making her feel as if she was physically inadequate yeah. in his eyes, and now she made him feel like he was mentally inadequate. Yeah, mm-hmm. she totally did a little reversal there, and I didn't know if she was just playing him there. So, any other thoughts on this episode before we go into predictions for season three? Um, do we cover everything? I want to know if uh, Libby and. Robert are really in love. If they're falling in love or they're just in lust. You know, that seems to be so forced. Um, like, she keeps... I don't like that... I, I wish that it was a little bit more um, mutual. I feel like she's having to kind of talk him into it a little bit. You know, like, she's kind of having to push herself on him. And I feel like Libby hasn't really been genuinely wanted. And I would like it if, like, Robert was more like, yeah, like... I don't I'm gonna, think that he doesn't want her. I think he's just in fear. Yeah. I think he is in fear. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, what they were doing was illegal. Yeah. Interracial relationships were not allowed. I kind of want to go back real quick to the part when, after Masters reads the book, do you think he had his plan figured out that he wanted to kill CBS by then? Or do you think it was after Betsy, Betty talked to him about saying, you know no. how you were wearing a tie before? That oh, wasn't yeah, you. You should wear your bow tie. And so be you. Do you think maybe that encouraged her to... I or his, think that maybe he, the whole time, he thought he wasn't going to do the CBS thing. Masters but he is a perfectionist. You know, like, yeah. he did not like from the get-go that they had put in a set of couples that were actors. Mm-hmm. He didn't like that. I mean, he didn't like the whole thing going through it. So I'm, I'm thinking he thought in his head he was going to kill the whole thing the whole time, with or without reading the book. The book was just probably the stamp on it. I just wanted to ask that question because yeah. I just remembered Betty's asking that, or saying that to him mm-hmm. about the bow tie. I don't know if it was the Betty thing. I don't know if that was the no. strong enough push, but it was. It, there was a defining moment. I but think, maybe when he that decided. was a helpful nudge. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you're doing the right thing. <laughs> Pushing the wrong direction. Lester had been in his ear too. Everybody yeah. had kind of. I mean, Lester and Betty had both been in his ear. Virginia was the only person saying, "Do it, do it, do it." Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, okay, so what do you guys think? What did, let's talk some predictions for season three. <laughs> I would like Libby to get pregnant. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. With masters? That. Or no. no. <laughs> with Robert. <laughs> I would love Libby to get pregnant with Robert and be like, oh my god, what am I going to do? I would, And I would definitely like to see um, Jocko Sims make a return next season. Mm. Me too. So, fingers crossed, hopefully yeah, he will be Yeah, I don't think back. we can not have him. Because now. I think that his love affair with her is an extremely quintessential element to not just the show's storyline, yeah. but also the time period of what's going on historically. Yeah. Do you so think we're going to have a, to see that. a time jump? Or do you think oh we're going to stay pick up right after this? I wish they would just give us one little tiny caption at the bottom to let us know. <laughs> Jeez, a little help. Writers, I'm always like in it, and I'm like, oh my god, you're right. It has been six weeks. I'm like, two years, six months, ten That's months? That's what I like about the show, though. It's very subtle. They don't have to tell you. They show you. I don't think know. that Dr. Masters is going to admit the truth to Virginia. I think Heck they're no, going to carry that on. Would bury he has too him. much to lose if, if Virginia was upset and, and didn't want to practice with them anymore. We have yeah. to remember, Masters ultimately is a coward. You know, like, he Absolutely. has made so many coward moves. He has not made any, like, manly, do-the-right-thing moves, except for his patience. Hmm. So. Interesting. With his patience, he always makes the right calls. But in his personal life, 
it's what you do you masters mm-hmm. you do you he doesn't like, care who he has to destroy yeah. in the process yeah and that sucks like I saw so much selfishness today I was like forget it <laughs> I'm done. I'm not even watching season three. <laughs> <laughs> then I think maybe with that in mind that for season three, uh, he's going to do something that's going to really upset Virginia and Libby. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they're, Libby and Virginia are going to work together to not attack Masters, but kind of put him in the corner. Yeah. Does that make huh. sense? Yeah. Okay. That's a different yeah. way to see it. They're going to work together against him. Maybe. Really? I like hmm. that. I would love that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I think... Um, I'm, I obviously think that we're going to get an I love you between Masters and Virginia. And I think divorce is coming up in season three. Oh, the big since they Since they do so much time, they were, you know, in the book, they were sleeping together about eight years. And it's been about, I don't know, six or seven years. I mean, we're getting close to the eight-year mark, mm. you know. So, I don't know. Um, that's it for tonight. Thank you, everybody, on YouTube and Twitter and iTunes for hanging out with us this season, giving us your commentary. It's been so much fun. Uh, Spicy, where can they find you, you on the off season? Yes, you guys can always play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at Spicy underscore Mari, S-P-I-C-Y underscore M-A-R-I. And Roya? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Roya. That's H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A. And I'm also on the Outlander and the Saturday Night Live after show. Woohoo! Spicy, are you doing any other shows? Um, I'm not doing any other ones this season. I just okay. wrapped up uh, Let's Talk About Sex on BHL. Nice. <laughs> okay, cool. And I'm on uh, Twitter at Jenna Time Tweets. This is my last show for the season, I believe, as well. Um, again, just a huge thank you to all the people that have been watching with us. It's been so much fun, and we will see you in uh, next uh, year for season three. Woo-hoo. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 